Welcome to this BJSM podcast and I'm delighted to be with two of the leaders from the British Association of Sports Rehabilitators and Trainers. We've got the chairman, Steve Aspinall, and he's a clinic director and a lecturer in sport rehabilitation at the University of Salford. And we've got Alan Munro who runs the CPD office. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you. Now, Alan, why don't you begin by filling in for folks the role of the British Association of Sport Rehabilitators and Trainers, because not everyone will be familiar. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, we're obviously quite a quite a young profession. Uh, we've only been going since sort of the late 90s, really. Uh, and we're sort of BASRA itself is the professional body uh, who represents sport rehabilitators in the UK and Ireland. Um, we're a healthcare profession uh, regulated by the, health, uh, the Professional Standards Authority, uh, through the accredited register scheme that was launched by the government uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, and all our members um, have actually graduated from a BASRAT accredited degree programme, uh, of which there are about uh, 11 in the UK and Ireland at the moment. Uh, it's certainly a growing profession. We're getting more applications every year to our institutions. Uh, we're also uh, getting increasing recognition from professional sporting bodies, uh, such as the RFU, for example. Um, and graduate sport rehabilitators themselves, um, we actually specialise in exercise and rehabilitation. Uh, so we're specialising managing musculoskeletal injuries uh, and musculoskeletal conditions using a wide range of techniques. So things like ma- uh, manual therapy, uh, massage, hydrotherapy, uh, taping, you know, sort of quite a broad spectrum from that point of view. And we work with a, a very wide variety of individuals from that uh, from that side of things as well. So working across uh, different sports uh, within the Ministry of Defence, the NHS and across private practice as well. Uh, the other thing that we do is we promote exercise uh, in healthy and healthy lifestyles. So obviously quite a key thing across the world at the moment is that sort of promotion of uh, exercise and health. And that's one of the really good areas for uh, sport rehabilitators for working in and also the um, actual experience and specialism that they've got. Um, and one of the other important aspects of the degree programmes is the actual emphasis on uh, sport rehabilitators working as part of the multidisciplinary team. So working alongside physiotherapists, uh, podiatrists, strength and conditioners, um, with coaches, uh, doctors, for example, um, within these different within these different areas. Uh, so it's quite a broad um, profession from that point of view, but certainly focusing on that musculoskeletal uh, exercise and rehabilitation. Steve, why don't you just share with us places where graduates from your university programs are working? Uh, they work in a wide variety of settings um, across uh, professional sport, um, some very, very key settings with the Ministry of Defence, both in the UK and outside the UK, working for the, the UK Ministry of Defence. Um, we'll talk about some of those settings a, a little bit later. Um, obviously, within the NHS as well, in various rehabilitation roles. Um, and private practice. So they'll work um, in various large clinics and they're usually um, multidisciplinary clinics. So they'll be working with physiotherapists and with doctors, with strength and conditioning specialists. And they're the clinics, um, if you like, where we see the best work being done. Um, We see some fantastic results from the the guys working in those kind of settings. Um, We're very much, we were kind of born from physiotherapy, really. So we like to um, work alongside that profession wherever we can because we share quite a lot of strengths um, and we can actually add quite a lot to each other's practice. We do have quite a lot of links as well around the world. So um, I currently sit on the International Board of Certification, 
um, which is a body set up um, in conjunction with the National Athletic Training Association um, and about 20 different countries, um, including South Africa, uh, Australia, China, Japan, um, all looking at credentials um, in sports and exercise medicine, sports rehabilitation and athletic therapy. And can you give us one example, because you've got a clinic at the University of Salford where you work, so what's an example of where a graduate from Basrat would be working alongside a physio? What would the management pathway look like for a patient? Who, who would be doing what? Um, quite often. I mean, the, probably the best the best example is the example seen in the Ministry of Defence, where they really do have a, a gold standard for rehabilitation, getting people back to um, extreme levels of activity, even following uh, what we would consider massively traumatic injuries. Um, quite often you'd have the physiotherapist certainly taking on some of those uh, some of the initial role and the assessments um, and getting them back into the exercise and supervising, um, especially the late stage and advanced exercise, will be the sport rehabilitators um, working as part of that team. Sure. And so in the curriculum, there's a big emphasis on how the return to sport part and working um, in a sports setting? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the, the sport rehabilitation title is sometimes a little bit misleading. We do the same basis um, of physiology, anatomy, pathology, um, as you would see on a, a physiotherapy program, for example. Um, we teach both here within our department. Uh, and then we go on, obviously, our guys, instead of going on doing all the various special specialities that physiotherapy do, they would specialise in that exercise component and that exercise therapy component. And that's what they'd spend all their time doing, going all the way back up to, you know, making sure we can test athletes, you know, get them back into sport effectively, efficiently, um, and at the best time for both performance and their injuries. Okay, and let's talk about the, the conference. You had a very successful conference in Hull last year, and do you want to just recap the highlight of that before we talk about this year's 2015 conference? Yeah, we, we always make a, a big effort to try and get some um, special speakers, really, people who are going to change practice. It's not not your average kind of conference. Uh, this year we had uh, Dr. Dean Crail is over. He's the head of rehabilitation at the Cirque du Soleil. Um, so the physical literacy actually links in um, to elite athletes as well and the kind of extreme performance um, of something like the Cirque. Um, they actually, interestingly, he ran us through their the kind of training they do and how they actually set up their injury prevention and performance programs. And it's very much based on physical literacy. So it's very much about this general movement preparation, regardless of your speciality, and then a much smaller amount of time actually um, working on their speciality event. So it's fascinating to actually see that. They recorded, obviously, all their injury statistics and the performance speaks for itself. So the kind of results they're getting from physical literacy approach is absolutely outstanding. And this transfers over into um, young athletes and how our young athletes develop um, and how every young person actually develops so they can live a healthy, active and fulfilling life. So it's not just about getting people to do a bit of exercise because it's, you know, it might be good for their cardiovascular health. It's actually looking at it across a, a wide spectrum of different factors to actually help them with everything they're going to do, whether it's social, whether it's occupational, whether it's professional sport, it doesn't matter. They're giving them that basis so our kids can be healthy for the future, you know, and they can exercise safely and effectively. And what can people look forward to for the 2015 conference? Um, that's going to be quite exciting. Um, it's 
going to be just a, a one-day conference this year on Friday the 20th of November at the Etihad in Manchester. That's uh, the Manchester City uh, ground. And we're going to have, um, it's going to be focused on kind of complex rehabilitation, especially for popular events. So we're going to have leading speakers like James Dunn, and we'll be speaking on running. He'll be talking about everything from injury prevention to training to working with the general public, doing quite extreme events. So doing the um, triathlons, doing the ultra triathlons, doing the Ironman competitions. Um, We're also going to have um, specialists as well who work with international cyclists. Um, So we're going to be looking at guys who are um, working on setting up bikes, looking at injury prevention, looking at performance again. And then we're going to be um, have a, a kind of normal um, kind of rehab approach as well. So there's going to be some excellent speakers there. And if you're at all interested in people doing exercise, you know, injury prevention, setting up bikes, running technique, anything like that at all, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And you welcome um, which disciplines? Um, all disciplines. We tend to get probably a good mix. Um, primarily, it's physiotherapists and sport rehabilitators who attend the conferences. We also get some osteopaths and chiropractors who specialise in that area as well, and a couple of sports and exercise medicine doctors. But the bulk of it tends to be physiotherapists and sport rehabilitators. British Association of Sport Rehabilitators and Trainers has got a very interesting program with Team True Spirit. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, we, we do, as, as I mentioned earlier, we do a lot of work with the Ministry of Defence. So our guys um, get out there and work with um, seriously injured servicemen across the country. Um, and one of the things that happened back in 2011 was uh, one of our members who's working down at Headley Court, um, he had the idea that, you know, the, the, he could do so much more uh, and they could help these guys achieve some quite extreme levels of activity and performance. Um, and they formed Team True Spirit. Um, it's well worth looking at their website, having a look at some of their YouTube videos. And basically, they took these um, seriously injured servicemen and they got them into events like Ironman competitions um, and actually competing in events all across the UK um, and the world, in fact. Um, one of the guys you will recognise, who's one of the first ones trained by the rehabilitators, um, was Joe Townsend. He was the, um, the athlete who brought the Olympic flame into the stadium on Zipwire at the 2012 Paralympic Games opening ceremony. That's fantastic, and we'll encourage people to look at that website, the Team True Spirit. Now, your own website, does it cover everything that people need to know? Um, yes, it does, and we're, we're just about, over the next um, four weeks or so, we're going to launch a new website. Um, we very much want to start performing more of a public service and uh, provide resources for people in the future. Um, one of the organisations we're working with is the Rugby Football Union um, to actually get more information about concussion um, and how we handle and deal with concussion um, out to the, both the public and professionals. And we're going to be hosting a lot of information, a lot of material on our website with that. And the same with things like physical literacy. There's going to be quite a few resources on there. Um, and hopefully as well, we're going to be producing a number of public information pieces, including things like um, from specialists in different fields, like running from James Dunn and running technique and how the public can get into running um, and how, how technique affects their um, longevity in the sport, etc. Um, on the website, you can also find out about where to study if you're interested where to study. Um, but generally, it's a 
hopefully it's going to become quite a good resource where you can go there, get some information, find appropriate links. Um, and if you ever want to speak to us, you know, there's loads of contact details up there. We're always happy to hear from people, physiotherapists, osteopaths, wherever, if you have any questions. Fantastic, Steve. Well, look, lots of good information from you. New website to look forward to. Fantastic conference in November. And we look forward to following you on that site. And folks can follow all the BJSM updates on our Twitter account at BJSM underscore BMJ. There are over 160 other podcasts here, as you know, and we're all about promoting physical activity and sport to enhance the health of people in the UK and all around the world. Thanks for joining the podcast and thanks for listening.